I'm Red Jefferson. Yeah. Hey. I can't hear you uh, guys at all. This is Roy <laughs> Ham. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I get we have a special now. guest this week, and it's not this Jesus. Don, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Hey, Red. Hi, I, I figured this all out. This is okay. Welcome to Loser Lee's Wrestling. This is the woo 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 woos and what's of AW Dynamite. I, uh, because I'm using my computer screen, which I usually mute the YouTube on the computer screen so I could see the YouTube, but I muted it and I was confused as to why I, I couldn't be, uh, I couldn't hear anything. Um, hey, this is, my name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Roy Laswitz and our special guest this week. We've got John Buseman here. Everyone welcome John Buseman to the, to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey um, guys, thanks for having me. Hey, um, uh, this is great. We're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. And also, if you, any of you want to uh, jump on the show sometime, email us at loserleespod at gmail.com, and we'll consider it, unless you're Tony. Yeah. Unless you're Tony. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I don't know if I – some people like S and Swizz and, and Tony. I'm not sure if I ever want to meet in real life because I have such fully-fledged visions of who they are right now. Yeah. I don't want it to be yeah. ruined. <laughs> <laughs> um, fair. Let's get to the AEW Dynamite. We have a big show to, uh, to wait, discuss. Wait, can I? Wait. Can I just real quick? I wanted to. I wanted to show you guys something, and all the viewers who do watch. So I'm at my parents' house right now. I'm visiting my parents. My dad had a little, a little minor surgery today. He's doing really well. Shout out to my dad for doing really well. That's a big problem. Uh, but hey. in my in my parents' house, I have the first ever piece of wrestling merchandise that I ever bought as a seven oh, year old. Oh, and I yeah. thought I would show it to you guys. I out. bought this at Toys seven, R Us. You're seven years old? I'm seven years old. I actually didn't even buy it at Toys R Us. I brought it at a place called Bradley's, which was next to Toys R Us. It was oh, near Paldors. I used to go yeah, to Bradley's. It was <laughs> Jersey shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big time. It is a framed picture of Degeneration X, Shawn Michaels. Wow. <laughs> That's good. That's, That's probably fun. worth a lot of money today. Wow, that's no, it's a piece of shit, but it's, it means a lot to me. <laughs> worth a lot of money. Wow, wow. excellent job, excellent job, uh, John. Uh, do you remember your first uh, uh, wrestling uh, item you've ever purchased? Uh, I don't know if I purchased it, but I, I guess something that I purchased it probably would have been a uh, like wrestling, like a wrestling figure. I had I had a ton of wrestling figures, but I recently just remembered that I had uh, Hitman sunglasses. When I was little, sick. Which I really wish I had them now for this. That'd be pretty dope for this show. More than anything, they were flexible, right? They were, yeah, they were super soft. They were like, yeah, flexible. Just had like a like a band that like kept it on your head. Sick. That's so sick. Sounds pretty great. Honestly, I'm very just. I had a a mankind uh, folder, a folder for school that I put. (laughs) At the drug fair, and it's him giving a leg drop of all things. He gave a lot of leg drops. He gave a lot of leg drops, but it's not like you think mankind and you're like, that leg drop. Uh, it just wasn't. But either way, well, welcome to the show. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite. the leg drop from Mick Foley. Long Island boy. Foley's a real Long Island boy. We're in, about we're in Long Island today. We're in Long Island at we AEW. Are. And boy, what a... A time. By the way, just to say, this was a breakneck pace. This yeah. show was absolutely rapid fire the mm-hmm. entire time. Uh, overall thoughts right now, Roy? What, what are you giving it? A, a woo 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 or what? Or what? Uh, 
I'm going to go overall woo-woo-woo. I have to. But there are some things on this show that we will get to. I also, like, I just got home. Like, there's a lot going on, so I feel really scatterbrained today. But there are things on this show that I feel very passionately about in a negative way and passionate about in a positive way. Not all these shows get me as pumped up as this show got me in certain points. Yeah, yeah. Buse, uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, woo-woo-woo. Woo-woo-woo. Oh, Long Island Ice Cream, baby. <laughs> uh, I am a, far, a firm woo-woo, but all, for almost for the wrong reasons. Uh, we're going to talk about it right now. We got <laughs> CM Punk. So we start off the show with MJF's music coming off, and everyone's all hyped about it. Out comes CM Punk. CM Punk comes out to a mixed reaction, and mm-hmm. uh, that mixed reaction got worse when he really leaned into he it. He just went for it. Leaned into it. Uh, what, what are our thoughts on this tonight? Uh, do you think uh, – do you think uh, uh, he's going to be a uh, permanent heel, or is this just for Long Island? I think it's just for Long Island, you know? I just – I don't know what he or the company was expecting uh, with him coming out. Like, I don't know if he planned to shit on Long Island as much as he did or if he just went there when he saw what the crowd was doing. But it was just like, <laughs> like, oh, okay. You, you don't you – don't, you're not going to really, like, give me a pop or anything? I'm just going to immediately shit on you. Yeah, yeah. Chicago did it better. (laughs) The Islanders suck. And I think, honestly, like, it kind of went longer than it should have because maybe just, like, kind of got – He's having too much fun. Got lost and, like, was just, like, saying – he's, like, kind of repeated himself somehow. Yeah, He, he definitely he definitely was overwhelmed. I think he was having a lot of fun. Oh, I think yeah. he's having more fun than he usually has with these love <laughs> fest things. Uh, he's having these love fests every week. Uh, Roy, you came in a little tardy for it. Um, I did. Did you make any of I this? Did. I didn't, but I'm going to go back and watch <laughs> the show. But I will say, too, um, something that I find really interesting is historically, as you know, we were all were at some point WWE slash F fans, the Long Island crowd, the Nassau Coliseum crowd back in the day, generally shits on everybody, mm-hmm. and I think Punk probably recognized that and also knew that MJF was going to be the baby face, so he was going to go out of his way to make these people angry, mm-hmm. and he did a great job of it from what it sounds like. I didn't see it. He definitely ate it up. Uh, we yeah. have Chica Marks in the uh, crowd here. Um, uh, everyone welcome Chica Marks. Give a Hong Kong hey, for Chica Marks. Uh, Chica, uh-huh. Chica Marks. Uh, okay. And uh, she writes, uh, amazing to see MJF Love Fest here. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was all, we're gonna get into it a little bit with the hero, the voiceover thing. But, uh, you two just went to a GCW show this weekend, and Chica Marks is going to a GCW show, oh. I think in December. I think it's oh, in yeah. December. It's, uh, uh, in, uh, in LA. This, next Friday. It's next Friday. It's next Friday. I don't, I won't go because I think it's all at the standing room only, and I refuse. <laughs> gotta get those tickets early. <laughs> I could not do that. Will not do uh, it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but out comes uh, MJF. This was right after this, the MJF hero promo. MJF comes out and this this video package with a voiceover <laughs> and this like cool. Imagine a hero coming from Long Island. Is mentioning all the accolades that he's had in his hometown, and then he's just like, and he did pretty good with the girls, you know. And he's doing all the cool fun stuff. He comes out with this uh, what what kind of car? A Porsche or Ferrari? Uh, and, uh, it was pretty exciting stuff, uh, that he comes out and everyone's already in the ring for, uh, the, the casino battle rail, but, or whatever it's called. Uh, but, uh, what did you think of the video package at first? Roy, this is when you came in. Yeah, I, this is when I came in. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought the video package was great. Um, I don't know. I like when they do stuff like this. I like, not just them, but like, and when wrestling does stuff like this, when there is like, 
this guy is the ultimate heel, but he's going to be a babyface in his hometown. I thought he was going to turn on the fans and try to get like the fans to boo him, which probably wouldn't have been that hard. But they went the opposite direction, and I thought it was good for a period of time. I don't know if it was good all the way through, but in the beginning, it was great. I liked he came out with the jacket. I liked the whole thing. It was great. He actually looked to show genuine emotion, like he was actually overcome with emotion there for a minute, which was nice to see, but I don't know if I believe it. Yeah. I think that's part of the fun of him. Uh, but I uh, like, did you notice abuse? Did you notice the thing at the end when he's going to, uh, pound? Like he's giving, he's having Sean Spears take off the ring and he lifts up his finger and then Sean Spears doesn't know what to do. So he just links his. And it's like, <laughs> and it was just this weird moment. Did anyone else notice this? Did you notice? I did not <laughs> see that. It's pretty funny. It's so funny. That was uh, at the end of the match? No, right at the beginning. Right, so right when he's coming down to the ring and he's like taking off his jacket and he just sticks out his fingers to Sean Spears. And Sean Spears just thinks he's making a pinky promise and made link hands. And he's just like, take my ring. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, but then we get the match. What are your thoughts on the match? Uh, overall thoughts, we get uh, – uh, MJF and Dante Martin getting to the end here. We'll explain what happens a little bit. Overall thoughts on this match. Both of you, just go at it. Just, just say it. Yeah, it's just yeah. a battle royal. Who cares, really? Uh, the thing that stuck out to me is that Matt Hardy punched Jay Lethal in the face with Nux. So are Matt Hardy and Jay Lethal going to feud? That's a bummer. Um, I thought it was I, – I got – I don't know, this whole, like, MJF, like, kind of being a baby face, but kind of being a heel kind of thing in the crowd. It all, like, kind of felt a little weird towards the end. And I'm going to save my uh, comments about Dante Martin. We'll talk about that in a second. Well, what were your thoughts? Okay. Did you enjoy, do you enjoy Battle Royals? Um, kind of. <laughs> it depends. Like, you know. What, kind of, if, what do you enjoy about a Battle Royal and what don't if you there's, If there's stakes to it, um, and, like, it seems like guys are actually trying to win and there's, you know, I don't know. I like having a little bit of structure, I guess, to Battle Royals. So it's not just a bunch of, like, people, like, just, like, kind of shoving each other on the ropes. And um, and this, like, had a lot of that, you know? Like, there was a lot of different storylines going on. MJF was being protected by Wardlow, and then he dumped Wardlow. Dante Martin uh, turning on Ricky Starks. So, um. There's a few other things in here that was just like everybody got like a little bit of time, like a little bit of something. Yeah, let, let's go over uh, some of the things that, that that did happen here. So I so I predicted as soon as the match started. Well, I'll tell you what I predicted in a sec. But essentially, they get down to the wire. It's uh they uh MJF knocks out Wardlow and a bunch of other people right out of the ring at once, and then Dante turns on uh, on Ricky Starks to get them being the last two in there. So you think that I guess Dante aligned with MJF. Uh, for that period of time. And then how does this work? So uh, Ricky beats down Dante right. Uh, right after the match because then uh, MJF walks away. He has well, that MJF zero and moment. Dante had a they, – they shook hands. They shook hands. You're right. They shook MJF hands. showed yeah. a little bit of respect. Yeah. A little good guy moment. And shook hands and like, yeah. Like this was a roller coaster. Mo- this was a roller coaster moment because he shook hands and I was actually really into, emotionally into this. He walks away and he has that like, should I help? Oh no, I shouldn't help. And, and, and like, he, I almost believe the entire time he's going to do this and still not help because that would be very funny. But then instead he, he runs back to the ring, gets in Ricky Stark's face. They're just screaming at each other and then they just double beat down Dante, uh, which is really funny. And a really funny choice. Uh, and then what happened after that? Uh, CM Punk runs out. 
MJF bails, then he GTS's Ricky, and that's the end of that. Uh, Roy, you seem very upset. on the GTS. He gets booed on the GTS. Uh, 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 Roy, you were pretty hurt by this. Uh, you, you did not like it. You wrote, I did, do not like. <laughs> Say that again? Uh, you did not yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I hate this. So I don't care about the MJF stuff. I don't care. Whatever. Who cares? He's in his hometown. He was a bad guy. He did his bad guy thing. It was good. It was fine. It's the stuff. Look. You spent X amount of time last week, five minutes, ten minutes even, talking, like, bringing Leo Rush out onto the stage, getting to this argument with uh, Taz. He's like, I got at least a 1% chance to beat, like, whatever. They're doing this whole promo back and forth. And then who eliminates Leo Rush from this match? MJF, along with Wardlow and another guy. So you just said it right there. You said, oh, he gets eliminated with some other people. You didn't even realize that Leo Rush got dumped out in that moment. And that's not your fault. It's AEW's fault. And then afterwards, after all this happens, you got out of nowhere. Dante just throws Ricky Starks out of the ring and takes off his FTWR band and throws it on the ground. And Chaz is like, "We got swerved." I wouldn't have known you'd gotten swerved. It wasn't a swerve. That what? That's not a swerve. A swerve involves other people. You just decided to leave the group two the day two weeks after you joined the group. Meanwhile, Leo Rush is sitting in the back with a thumb up his butt, not doing anything. And then, and then he's getting beat down by two people. Who runs down to save him? Not Leo Rush, but CM Punk. So I don't know where Leo Rush and Dante Martin are. All of this is bad storytelling. It's WWE storytelling. Leo Rush got buried in this whole thing. He did. Uh, Taz said he didn't get swerved. He got, he got snerved. I got snerved. He kept saying snerved. <laughs> uh, but the, the thing is, throughout the show, the, uh, he kept saying he's mad at Leo Rush and Dante. I have a feeling something got messed up here. I have a feeling that there was something along those lines. Because one of the things, I would hope so. Why do I really wish happened? I really wish happened. I wish as soon as MJF had this big entrance and he's just about to get in the ring and he steps in the ring and they're all staring at him and all of a sudden you're it's just the beginning of CM Punk's like just the beginning and he turns around and yeah. everyone throws him out. And then yeah. that's it. Then they have it's a regular battle royale and then it comes down to Ricky, Dante and someone else uh, uh, or, uh, Ricky Dante, uh, yeah, and Dante throws out, no, no, Ricky, Ricky Dante, Dante and Leo. And Leo, and then they both throw yes. out Ricky, and then they have the match. Because honestly, Dante's not gonna win that ring. If he rents that ring, what the hell oh. is he gonna do with it? This it's kid useless. doesn't, yeah, it's useless. Do it. Like, if you get, like, just like the King of the Ring thing, if you give someone the King of the Ring and they do not, they don't have the personality to carry it, they become Billy Gunn. If they do have the personality to carry it, they become King Booker. <laughs> you know, like, it's really the difference between doing something with a little pinky ring and not. What is he going to do, a 450 splash with it? Like, like it's, he's not, he's not going to. 450 fist drop. Do you uh, think... Uh, you remember when, do you remember when Malachi Black gave a little nod to Dante Martin? Sure. I do remember something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. yeah. I keep thinking about that. And I don't know if anything will ever come of it, but I don't like Dante Martin always just like, he kind of looks like he's always like not sure like what he's doing. Like not in a, not in like a, like I'm green way. Like is in like a, I don't know, like, like I'm a lost soul. Yeah, like yeah. what I should be doing or who I should be following. So I like I have I have it in the back of my head like maybe he's uh like maybe he's being influenced or he's in the house of black. Maybe he's the one pulling the strings. That might not be the case, but I like in AEW that so many people interact mm-hmm. and there's so many different yeah. there's so many different ways and factions <laughs> that 
anybody like I think could think like, oh, he's with Leo Rush. I kind of love that. Or maybe he's in the House of Black. You know, like all these different things. I really love that. I really love the idea of of Malachi Black, uh, Dante Martin. First thing, his name's Dante. That just feels like it's a tell that he's in that House of Black, Dante Black. Like, and then (laughs) then get Brody Lee, uh, Brody King in there. Uh, that's a good a three-way stable. Not a good trios for yeah. you. You guys have the trios. <laughs> hey, now we're talking. Uh, now we're talking. I like we got, the trios. We got to get out of there. We got to <laughs> go on to the, uh, another match. Uh, okay. It's a uh, Varsity Blondes and Jurassic <laughs> Express versus the Acclaimed in 2.0. The St. Uh, Patties. The St. Patties. Wait, what? The Patties? <laughs> I don't I just like their the Varsity Blondes ring gear. I and just thought it was very stupid. They're honestly like Pillman. It's really disappointing me <laughs> in a lot of ways. Bless his heart. He's got such gumption. He's got such you know. He's got he's got the heart of a champion. But boy, does his body not follow what he's supposed to do? Like all the time, he's like just he's, he's confused. Like Griff Garrison's waiting there sometimes. It's like throw him to me. What are you chopping him for? Like you could almost <laughs> see Griff Garrison saying that. Um, uh, Taz also screamed throughout the match. He's going to lawyer up, uh, and we get the he's win got here. News. Uh, with a snare trap from Jungle Boy. Uh, what do we think of this match? Did anyone care? Anything stand out for them? Um, I mean, it was fun. I, it was a fun match. It was, it was really enjoyable. Um, I like Anthony Bowens a lot. Like, yeah. I feel like every yeah. time I, every time I see him, like, he's somebody that doesn't, like, didn't hook me immediately, but every time I see him, I'm like, this guy's really good. A little bit more each yeah. time. Like yeah. one per, I like him 1% more each time I see him. I think uh, he's smooth. He sells really well. He looks good. Like, he looks strong, you know? Uh, yeah, very impressed. Uh, what are your thoughts on the acclaimed right now, Roy? Uh, yeah, I think it's funny. I think they're becoming more and more like the Hart Foundation every week, where Anthony mm-hmm. Bones is clearly the workhorse, Bret Hart of the group, and um, – Max Caster is clearly Jimmy Nightheart. <laughs> yeah, like he's the one cutting the promos, yeah. getting the hype, but then Mystery. Bowen's is doing all the work. Sure, uh, I do like Bowen a lot more. What? Oh, their uh, their theme song. Have it? Has he always had like a backing track? Yeah. For the he yeah. has. Why did I just notice it tonight? I just got a new TV. Because you're so taken know. by his lyrics. Um, uh, I, I'm actually getting more and more into the acclaimed. I, I'm liking the more. Since that sensitivity training, I think that's a good thing for Max, Max Caster. And just this week, we saw a picture of Bowens with his boyfriend kissing in front of some uh, – did you see that yeah. online? And I was just like, I immediately like Bo- – that cancels out Max Caster for me. There are me. I love uh, Bowens. I'm a big fan now. Uh, I just I just makes yeah. me happy that he's gay. Honestly, I like him better that he's gay. Thank God he's gay. Thank God. Yeah, By the way, we have some comments here. Tony's <laughs> been in here, and I, I missed out on Tony. Tony oh, writes, Tony. boom, and he wrote, uh, I missed the show. I love that Tony has a a, 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 a signature catchphrase. Um, he writes, uh, I missed the show, I you guys. It. Better tell me what's what. And then you need them mid-card tag teams to fill in the ranks. Uh, the Varsity Blondes, I just don't think – they're ready. I think Griff Garrison is kind of ready. Yeah. I think that Brian Pillman Jr. is rough. Like, like he gets confused. He'll just go up for a ten, like a punch ten count in the corner, and I don't know why he's doing it. Everyone's just like, okay, I'll count with you. Uh, it was just, um, <laughs> but the, the end happens when Daniel Garcia comes out to taunt uh, Jungle Boy. 
Uh, but then Eddie Kingston comes running out to the ring and pulls them, pulls out his underpants. And then uh, we get Jungle Boy with a snare trap for the win. Backstage, though, we get Eddie backstage. Uh, he's hanging out with Ortiz. He's hanging out with Ortiz, yeah. which is interesting, yeah. which I'm happy uh-huh. about. Uh, but we can't hear a thing. We cannot hear a single thing. <laughs> I agree with everything he says. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I'm with you, Eddie. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah uh, whatever you want. And uh, then they get attacked by a 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. I, I, I'm excited for this feud. I'm very into this. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the Proud and the Powerful. Yeah, Proud and Powerful uh, with uh, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly, yeah, this is way better than anything Chris Jericho could be doing with them right now. This is a good transition away from Inner Circle for them. Like, I think this has been necessary. Yeah. This is a good matchup for a Proud and the Powerful to actually <laughs> get somewhere again. Because honestly, like, when you're in a thing with Chris Jericho and they uh, there's five other people in that group and they just need your segment for one thing, the Proud and the Powerful are never in those segments. It's always Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, and Chris Jericho. Proud and the Powerful get lost. Yeah. This is a, a way for them to get in with yeah. Eddie Kingston, which is good. Yeah. Exciting yeah. stuff. Yeah. They I, deserve more. They deserve so much more. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Chica Marks writes, you're not in it for the sweet mullets. Uh, we're, we're talking about the varsity uh, blondes. Right. Uh, I'm just <laughs> – we gotta, we gotta figure them out. I don't know. Do you feel the same way? Do either of you feel the same way about the varsity blondes as I do? Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're both so yeah. sweet. You listen you to know, me, man. But you're like, yeah, he's saying it. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah you're right. There are a few things I noticed with this match. Uh, one, they were beating on Pillman and Jungle Boy grabbed Julia Hart's pom pom and started shaking it, <laughs> and I was just thinking like, this is so dumb. Like, grown <laughs> man, and seeing a pom pom shaking like gets you like if that's what you need to get riled up, it hulks you up. You should be beaten. Uh, and also the part in every other in, in every AEW tag match where the rules just break down and tags don't matter. Uh, in this in this yeah. match, it happens. And Jungle Boy just stood on the apron watching Luchasaurus take on all four guys on the other team. <laughs> he was just standing there holding the rope. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Lord. Uh, yeah, that was that. I, I think um, with this match, I just uh, something quick that I, I um, saw, an observation that I had, is that this is something they used to do all the time when the when Dynamite first started, when they didn't have such a big roster. They would do these, like, extra tag matches all the time to fill time, and they were good matches. And it, at first, when I started watching it, the match, I was like, oh, this feels like old Dynamite. This is nice. But then halfway through, the crowd, like, started chanting for Luchasaurus, and the crowd got restless because they can't do this kind of stuff anymore because they've raised the bar so high. And they have such a deep roster now of so many popular, talented people that Varsity Blondes don't really make the cut. They don't really make the cut anymore. And also the other thing too, and this is like a programming issue in my opinion, I think we went through this entire match without a commercial break when all of uh, when a lot of other Everything matches else. on the card that were more important Every other had commercial that. breaks. Yeah. You gotta move some things around here. That's a this match really great breaks. point. That's a really great point. This should have been, yeah, squeezed in somewhere else. If at all. This wasn't a necessary match. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Varsity Blondes are not a necessary match to have on Dynamite when you've got one women's match and no, uh, several people that, that just weren't there. And no way will hurt. I mean, it could have also been if the, yeah, well, that's true. If you, if the point of this was to, 
was to get 2.0 and Daniel Garcia going, um, then you could have just had 2.0 beat the Varsity Blondes in five minutes. Give them a win on television. They've never had one. Give them a win on television to hype up the future of whatever this feud is going to be with Santana Ortiz and Eddie Kingston. I don't know. It would have made more sense. It would have made more sense. And why don't let Luchasaurus take the loss every now and then? Uh, We got next up, we got FTR and Tully. uh, And uh, Tully, uh, they have, they cut this little thing in the back. uh, And uh, just a few notes I had from it. They don't need Tully anymore. I don't think they need Tully anymore. I bless, I love Tully. I love Tully, but I don't think they need Tully anymore. And also Cash shouldn't talk. Dash should talk. Cash shouldn't talk. Uh, and they should change their name to the top guys. Once they win that championship for the second time, they should just change from FTR, drop Tully, and go to being top guys. I have no problem with that. <laughs> I have. FTR is terrible, I, right? I really don't. I I don't mind the name FTR. I just don't. I have never really liked Tully Blanchard. <laughs> Why do you hate Tully? As as uh, hey. I don't know. Like he just he just doesn't do anything. He's just like a weird old guy. Like, I know I know FTR like knows how to wrestle and can beat anyone's ass. Like I believe that, and I know that they know how to cheat effectively. I don't see what he adds to it unless it's just like to be you know some sort of credibility for you know whoever like old wrestling fan like doesn't know that ftr is fucking awesome yeah it's it's a nostalgia deal do you do you you care for tully in the group roy i do like tully i do i'm sorry I, i do like tully because he fits their vibe they love crockett and they, it seems like people sure. are like, it, this isn't real, but like, it's like someone's like, you don't need Tully. And they're like, no, no, no. I know we don't need him, but we want him. We want him around. We want him with us. Yeah. My beef with this segment in, in general is that why is this like tag team match happening on Rampage? Like, it's fine. It's going to be great. But like, why can't you just wait till Greensboro? Like, they're going to be in North Carolina in two weeks, the home of Jim Crockett promotions. Like, why can't you give them that match in, like, a, their hometown, essentially? That's very interesting. Maybe they have something more planned. Maybe they Maybe have something more. different or bigger planned. Uh, but I will say, actually, I just prefer Tully not to talk, I think. I think Tully I – th- sure. I like Tully in the background. I like Tully floating around, rubbing his hands together, holding money or something. <laughs> but, like, I, I just want that. I don't want him talking. Yeah. Uh, also, um, did you all see, uh, real quick? So they wrestled the Lucha Brothers at Triple A. Um, what is, I forgot the name of the show. Triple um, Mania. Triple Mania, yeah. Italian. And, um, I didn't see the match, but I saw that one, Vicky Guerrero was their manager at the show, which was very mm. fun. And two, they were wearing the tights, not the exact pair, but they were wearing the same tight design as Eddie Guerrero and Art Bar when they were AAA Tag Team Champions. So a nice little nod to them as well. It's very cool. It's like kind of like Gringo Locos. Yeah, these like American flag tights. They're very cool. It's very, very cool to see. That is cool. Uh, Tony writes, uh, Team Roy, don't mess with – Team Roy, don't mess with Tully. Very good. Uh, You know whose side you picked. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Tony. We got to hit this uh, Young Bucks uh, versus Best Friends match. Uh, and the, the Young Bucks win with a Meltzer driver. Uh, but it's not Best Friends. It's Chaos Contingent. Oh, man. Do I hate that name? Chaos and, uh, Friends. And, and Rocky Romero uh, is uh, part of Chaos Contingent with Chuck <laughs> Taylor. Um, and honestly, Rocky Romero 
does not do it for me. Does not do it for me. Oh, and really? That iPad, and that eye patch, if you don't need an eye patch, do not use an eye patch. <laughs> I think it's cool. I would love if you got poked in the eye and you have to wear an eye patch for a few months. I think that's a really cool gimmick. You should not be wearing one for aesthetic purposes because it takes away from the gimmick. No? Um, I thought Rocky did great in this match. I thought Rocky was a lot of fun. He's he's a step behind, I think. There I were know. a few there were a few spots where because I'm not super familiar with Rocky Romero. I saw his match with Danielson, and I was like, oh shit, this is fucking awesome. And this guy Rocky Romero, he's really good. And then I watched him in this match tonight, and there were a few spots where I was like, oh, that didn't really look. He went there was a there was a spot where he went for a double clothesline, I think, on the Bucks, and he just so slowly stepped past them and then just stopped moving immediately to like be in position for whatever their spot was, you know, like they took him down. I don't know. Whenever I see stuff like that, I'm like, that doesn't, why would you just, why would you have stopped if you didn't hit anything? Like, and when he did the double clothesline. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. He stopped there. He went, kept going. Stepped, but he kept up. his back to them. He, yeah. yeah, but he backed up because, like, they were supposed to grab him. And, th- th- yeah, no, 100%. That's uh, – there's just a few moments like that where he's just a half step short. Uh, but I had this thought about best friends. I think they're – the stance that they're in in AEW right now, they are the too cool of wrestling. They are too cool. And, and, and I and hope Scotty Cassidy, too hotty joins. George Cassidy is Rikishi. <laughs> and everything he does is the stink face. And we really like the stink face. Everybody loves really the stink like face. We like the stink face. But man, how many stink faces can you see before you're like, wow, we've seen this a lot. Well, the good news is early next year, Sam Punk's going to get hit by a car and he's going to be out for six months. And then when he comes back, he's going to want to know who hit me with this car. And it's going to be Orange Cassidy. (laughs) Orange Cassidy just pulls up in the same car and steps out. (laughs) (laughs) This This match was fun, though. Like, I thought. It really built it was, towards the end, and it was really good. There was something that the way that they transitioned into the Meltzer driver, like I can't remember exactly. It was like he yeah. had like a heel hook, and then like went under it to get him up for the for the pile driver. Yeah, he did like That's a, a cool pump transition. handle. He pulled yeah. him through on a pump handle, and then kept him there. That was really good. And honestly, uh, why do I notice that Nick? Nick is becoming quite the little heel. Like he shows yeah, he's so, so much good. More, he's so much more personality as a heel than as yeah. a face. Like he is, he he's is so literally funny. the most milk toast face. Like there's nothing to root for. He seems like an empty vessel. Now he's filled with life. He, like he wants to, he wants to hurt. He wants to feel. Uh, it's very exciting. Yeah. Um, uh, but afterwards, we get a super elite beatdown. Uh, where they, the super elite with Adam Cole, they beat, uh, beat them all down. And then out comes Wheeler and he gets nailed. Uh, they do a sunrise, and then all of a sudden, Sue's van comes. Sue's van makes an appearance, and out comes baby boy Trent. Trent. And Trent comes out all fired up, waits on the ramp for them to come to him. He's like, he's like, I stop, and they come at him, and he's just like, and he's waiting for the next one. I'm like, your friends are in there. How long? Like, must have been really. It was a time. very long time. They beat the shit out of Orange Cassidy for a while. Also, your mom was driving you to the ring. 
Your mom drove you to the ring. Got there a little faster. Like, how, like, did she get there? Like, as I'm assuming, if you're going there to save your friends, you're going straight to the ring as soon as you get there. So that must have been just terrible timing that you came five minutes after the the start of the beatdown and they lost. Like, yeah. You didn't really care. Uh, are, you excited? <laughs> are we excited for best friends? Are we excited for this? Uh, I'm excited for Trent. I think Trent looks fucking great. I think the best friends need Trent to be yes. a watchable act. Without Trent, I can't. I don't care. I don't want to see Chuck. I need Trent. Trent yeah. is here. He shaved his yeah. head. He looks. He looks great. Good. He's chiseled. He, he I'm looks pumped fucking out. great. Yeah. I'm he excited. Looks- he looks good, and one of the only time I ever wanted to see Chuck alone was when I, th- I thought Chuck was going to be Miro's butler, and I was really excited for a while because, like, this is a fun <laughs> yeah, gimmick. Chuck Charles the butler. And I was great at that. But he didn't stick yeah. around. Like, he should have really went into it, and then Miro and him could have been a tag team, a tag team where him and his butler are having yeah. matches, and I would have loved that. <laughs> that would have been a great, a great time. Um, I guess moving on, we get Ruby. Uh, Ruby Soho, she's in the back. Hey, she's about to be in hey, the Red. Game. What's that? What do you got? Hey, Red. What do you got? What do you got? Check the comments. What oh, comments? Oh, uh, we got S is in the crowd. We've got S back. Well, how's S K? is here. How's K? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, S writes, I miss Trent. This is a declarative sentence. His name just has a question mark in it. Uh, very good. Very good. I like that. I miss Trent. That's right. That is the, the part of that. And then uh, Orange did it for the rock. Or <laughs> we were talking about uh, Orange being Rikishi, and Orange did it for the Rock, and that's very smart. Uh, Chica Marks writes, "It's Suze Van. Suze Van was very excited. I was. I just love seeing Suze Van. I'm excited to see Suze Van. I think that's a great entrance. I think they should I think do she, that more often. I think. Well, I think Chica Marks is also saying that Orange Cassidy hits CM Punk in Suze Van. Oh, in the oh. in the hypothetical storyline as well, that's which is really... very funny. That's a really good – actually, that's a really good fanfic what we're building right now. Thank you so much. And we're all doing it. We're all a part of the LLW family. Yeah, we're all uh, in and if you all, By the way, message us if you ever want to be a guest on the uh, on one of the future AEW shows. It's loserleespod at gmail.com. Look at this. Look at this, me plugging things. Yeah. Send um, us a message. Send us a message. But uh, Ruby Soho is giving an interview, and she uh, gets nothing out. Penelope and Bunny come out, and uh, then Nyla comes, and they all beat her down. and. Then she's saved by uh, Ty Conte and uh, Anna Jay. She has um, two friends. She has two friends. Yeah. She does have two friends. Uh, one thing I noticed, Penelope Ford knows how to find her camera. She finds her – like when she, they're mm-hmm. talking, she's not even looking at Ruby Soho. She's looking directly at the camera. Bunny's yeah. talking to Ruby. Ruby's talking to the both of them. And then uh, Penelope's staring at the camera. It's very funny uh, just to look at. Um, but we had fun there. Uh, are we excited for Ruby versus who? Who is it going to be against? Oh, so are they going to face each other at Rampage? Six Nyla. Six person, right? Oh, yeah, it's a, well, it's a six yeah. person on and Rampage, then and then, oh, yeah, what? and then um, Nyla versus Ruby in the semifinals. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Chica Marks writes, Roy's got me in reference to the, oh, yeah. uh, fi- realizing that we were going to hit with Suzanne. As writes, I wonder what you imagine of us all look like, Red. Miss you, fam. That's very sweet. I already have ideas of who you all look like, uh, and I almost don't want to ruin them. Uh, so I'd like to, I'd like to keep myself <laughs> in this bubble. Um, moving on, we get Tony with Sammy Guevara immediately interrupted, uh, and, uh, interrupted by Cody Rhodes. Cody oh, Rhodes comes Cody out. Cody Rhodes. This yeah. motherfucker. And, uh, comes he, right out. Comes right as out. As he has the match. Yeah. One good guy to the next, right? Yeah, that was my favorite part. 
he has to be trolling us. Like this has now he's he going heel. No, no, he's. I think it's been settled ever since. Honestly, when he threw that belt in the crowd and they threw it back, crushed him. He was in Atlanta. Yeah. He threw the belt in the yeah. crowd and they threw it. That back was in at Chicago. Him. That was in Chicago. We'll say it's Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to tell a story here, boy. Uh, yeah, okay, right. We're in wrestling here. Yeah. <laughs> Life is malleable. Um, uh, and he was almost gonna go down the bad guy ramp, but he's just like, oh. Walks the other way. Loving it. Loving it right now. Uh, anyone else really into this Cody deal? Yeah, I love of course. It. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. I want to know. I, I just want to know what he's doing. I want to know what he's thinking. And I'm yeah. interested to see where it goes. Uh, Roy can't wait for the next uh, uh, Roads Crossing. What is it? Crossing Crossing Roads? What is it? <laughs> Crossroads. Crossroads. Uh, <laughs> no, what's on TNT? Yeah, whatever the name of that show is. I'm, Roads, uh, to, Roads the to the top. Roads to the Let's top. Yeah, yeah, Crossroads yeah. is the Let's Britney Spears uh, vehicle. Crossroads is a st- <laughs> and, and also his and a Bon Jovi movie. and a Bon Jovi album. You guys watching Shack Life? There was a uh, there was a commercial for Shack Life. No, I no, want to no. see the AEW one. They cover his wrestling match at <laughs> yeah. AEW. I want to see that. I, I I almost appreciate it more on that show. I'd rather see that because it won't be uh, surrounded by wrestling influence people like it'll be Shaq just being like yo this this is bullshit or it's not you know which I'd appreciate yeah <laughs> I appreciate his take um next up then uh, after we get uh, that Cody Rhodes segment uh Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are in the skybox uh and they're just screaming uh Ethan Page is screaming a uh, laughs a lot at first and then screams some uh, he says Dan Lambert's coming back uh he's very excited about that uh Scorpio Sky says a bunch of things and then uh, Sammy's still there. <laughs> He's just standing there the entire time. Uh, he was standing there. And, Champion uh, doesn't get to talk. This is a, a breakneck pace. Like, it feels like the Muppet Show. Like, as soon as the sketch is finished, they're talking about right. it right <laughs> afterwards. Like, the constant movement today. Yeah. Um, yeah does, anyone else, classic. does anyone else think that uh, the inner circle vests look exactly – just look like a Stone Cold variant uh, vest? Yeah. It's yeah, a, yeah, pretty it's much. It's a skeleton hand – with a middle finger. That's it's a black vest. It a just black feels leather, so yeah. cold. Yeah. It's just yeah. very silly to me. Uh, I, 100%. I, I, don't, I don't like it. I just don't like it. Uh, do you all like uh, – do you all care about Ethan Page in this segment or Scorpio Sky in this segment? I like Ethan Page. I don't care about – I never care about Scorpio Sky. But I like Ethan Page. I think he's a good talker. He's a good antagonist. And I want to see him more away from everyone else um, that he's with right now. Abuse, uh, where, where do you fall on Ethan Page? I like both of them, but I only really want to hear Ethan Page talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's much louder. He's yeah. much louder. Yeah. He's, he's I can, a lot louder than Scorpio. I can, I can, I, I love to watch both of them wrestle, but I love hearing Ethan Page talk. I think he's great. I think he needs to get away so from funny. Dan Lambert. He needs Dan to Lambert's get coming back. I love Dan Lambert. I don't, don't, don't tell me. I love Dan Lambert, but I don't like him with uh, Ethan Page because Ethan Page, just screams now. He's just screaming. And it's because uh, Dan Lambert has all the fun, witty, heat-seeking things to say, and then all Ethan could do is just like, yeah! (laughs) He's just got to try to be louder than him. Um, We get a a Jade Cargill and Thunder Rosa promo, which looked great. It really looked great. I'm very excited for this match. What are your thoughts here? Boy, John. Yeah? Let me tell you. Please. Uh, you, You know more than anybody right now, and I've already told Red about this before the show, when we saw Thunder Rosa live at GCW, Superstar, 
just an unbelievable superstar. And now I'm like her number one fan. I'm so excited for everything yeah. that she does now after yeah. seeing her live. And Jade Cargill's rules too. I'm like on the Jade Cargill train also. I'm very. Are you? Uh, She's gonna be Cargill uh, abuse. Uh, I I love Jade Cargill. I think she's great, but I'm like a thousand percent behind Thunder Rosa. I mean, I love both of them. I don't, you know, whoever wins, whatever, honestly, because I think Thunder Rosa will defeat Britt Baker for the for the for the main championship. But yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the match. Thunder Rosa, yeah. like Roy said, like she carries, she just carries herself like a star. She's super good in the ring. Every little thing she does matters. Her facial expressions mm-hmm. are like tell so much about who she is and like the fight that she's in. I think she's fucking awesome. All the little things that Jade Cargill doesn't have, but I mean, you know, she's fucking jacked and like looks really good, right? So I'm sure she'll have all those things eventually. I I just hope uh, uh, they do the right thing because yeah, Thunder Rosa has such likability. You immediately like her as a person. You know yeah. she's good. You know she's good, which is right, like a, right. it's like a very yeah. Bailey, thing. a very Instant, Bailey quality yeah. connection. Uh, <laughs> Why is your family throwing clothes at you? I just uh, looked my at the last YouTube thing uh, and realized like I'm like hardly in frame at all. Uh, and Chica Marx says I'm very excited for it. Love Thunder Rosa. This will be fun. Uh, you were very excited yeah, well. for it, and we can't wait. Um, next up, we get. Um, Jamie Hader versus Rio. We get Jamie Hader versus Rio, and they have a match. And, Hold on uh, a second. Yeah. Before before you ask us our opinion or you go through the match, what did you think of the match? Uh, one of the thing is it's a well put together match. I thought it was well put together, but frankly, Rio wrestles like SpongeBob. She's just like she's so <laughs> she's so feather like. Her arms are so wispy. She sell her her body sells like she's a paper doll, but also she has no facial expressions when she's in pain. Uh, and, and, and there's just not. It's just she's just not. She's too small. And uh, the, the, I don't mind. Uh, that, well, hold on. Let me uh, change this real quick because I, I, Ray Mysterio could do it. A lot of people could do it. You just have to have fire and you have to be fast. And yeah. Rio has neither. There's She's a way to do it. Slow. Yeah. She's kind of slow. For being that small, you have to be fast. There were good. There were good spots in this match, but like Rio did a dragon suplex. Oh. On Hater. <laughs> no one here. even on her back. And, and then, looked around her and then it looked like she didn't even have the strength. And I think this is probably true. She doesn't even, like, have the strength to hook Hater's leg. No. I saw that, too. She's yeah. got a big hammer like on her leg. Yeah, like, she reached. Uh, like, that thing was not moving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you gotta, so- You got to be fast. You got to strike. You got to use your opponent's momentum and mm-hmm. body weight against them. Which you have to work harder. When you're like smaller, you have to work harder. The cru- that crucifix, like, off the ropes, like, that was fucking nasty looking. And that was all hater. Yeah. And that was, yeah, all, that was all hater, hater. throwing herself on her neck. Wouldn't yeah. that, Roy? Well, that's exactly what it needed to be. Like, that was the finish, and it needed to be brutal in order for it to be believable. And Hater did that. I thought Hater looked great in this match. I think Hater's looked good in her last few matches. I think Hater's really kind of Rising up, which is good, because I would assume somewhere in the not-too-distant future she's going to have a feud with Britt. So that needs to happen. I think Riho ultimately is a good opponent for Britt Baker. Like, yes, okay, fine. 
she's very small and her work isn't super great, but she's a good opponent for Britt because she has credibility. She's a former champion. Crowds like her. Crowds know who she is. Britt needs to beat someone with more credibility. And as far as AEW goes, she's a good example of that. She's credibility in name only. The minute she gets in the ring, she lacks credibility. Like, cause like, like, for instance, like Rey Mysterio, you could underestimate him when he comes down to the ring or Leo Rush, you could underestimate them when they come down to the ring. But the minute the bell rings, they show you why they could win. You know, she does not show us why she could win until the last maybe five minutes of the match when she busts out some really her clever shit. But that's only time. Like up until that point, her chain wrestling, do not believe it. Her grappling, do not believe it. Her strikes look like. Like 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 magic wands. Like I I I found myself wishing that Hater would have won after yeah. that brainbuster and then after that backbreaker because they just look so nasty. It was yeah, like, come on, yeah. she's not Rio's so small. Come on, just pin her. <laughs> I, also, I, under, I understand, you know, like why why they're not doing. Got a story to tell, but come on. <laughs> I also think comparing Rio to Rey Mysterio, she's almost more like Spike Dudley. Like Rey, like put on some weight and got like stronger and looked more credible. Spike I was Dudley thinking was of just Spike. So small. I was but, thinking of I was thinking of LSD when I was watching this match. I would yeah. love to see Hater press slam Rio. Spike is different <laughs> into, into the, crowd. the crowd. Spike <laughs> is sneaky. Spike is sneaky. Spike had energy. Like, he had energy. Like he, he had fight. He had he got he got fired up even when he was getting his and ass. And you believed him. You believed yeah. him when he came back, and he's just like, yeah, oh, my God. But, by the way, we got some comments here. First thing, Chica Mark says, oh, my God, Brad, thank you. That was probably to the SpongeBob comment. But S writes, <laughs> uh, new guy looks like a hipster version of Dax Harwood. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's very fun. Uh, That's a, mustache in the glasses. a nice little compliment there. Who said that? Uh, we got S, S, S and K. Uh, they're, uh, they're a couple. Unless I – I'm, unless something terrible happens since we spoke, well, and I don't want to say easy. that. I'm so sorry. I just want to. I just want to backpedal just in case, just a little bit there. Uh, bless all you. Um, moving on, we got to talk more stuff because we Thanks, got uh, we got the Brit beat down on Riho, so she beats her down, gives her the mandible uh, lockjaw, whatever. Right, right. Okay. But then, but next we get an announcement that rocks the wrestling world forever. This rampage, we're going to get. has got the news. Hook. Hook is debuting against Fuego Hook. Del Sol. Hook. 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 Oh, very exciting. Uh, we're, I, we're all very excited for this. We're all pro-Hook, uh, right? Oh, I'm over the moon for Hook. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait. I I've been looking forward to this for a while. You hope what? I hope he doesn't disappoint. What is he going to do? Did, uh... Anything he does. Like, I hope he just wrestles like I think he does in my head. Like a little crafty little spider monkey. Like, he'll crawl on top of you, lock you in something. Because he's Taz's son. He better be doing submission-y stuff. Yeah. he's. I think he's going to. The cold-hearted, handsome devil. That is Hook. He needs to go by the cold-hearted, handsome devil. The Did Taz call him that? Yeah, he called devil. him that. <laughs> Who is the ring announcer tonight? Dash Dasha Gonzalez. What was she's on Rampage. That? Rampage, isn't she? I haven't See, J- Justin Roberts has been. Uh, I think he had a family thing, so he's been gone the last couple of weeks. Mm, so okay. Dasha's been filling in. Yeah, it's a temporary thing. There were a few times like where it just seemed like, like, do you know who you're about to announce? Because there would be like <laughs> long, <laughs> long, long pauses. Oh, that's yeah. Bad. I did it not felt like she. 
thrown in at the last second. Yeah, like she did it uh, introducing uh, Chaos, Best Friends, and in one of the eliminations in the in the Battle Royal, and when it was Wardlow, Leo Rush, and or no, somebody, I, yeah, Wardlow, somebody, Leo Rush, so John- I think Lee Johnson like got eliminated with some other people. And yeah. like his name had a very pregnant pause before she. Before <laughs> she figured out. That's very funny. Um, uh, next up, we get another great promo, a very exciting promo for Sheeta versus Deeb. Deeb. And this is very exciting. Yes. Uh, we're all very yes. excited for this. This is the match. This is, should be the, this, sh- this program, sh- this should be on every single timeline. Uh, something with this storyline. Why are, why does it have to be one women's storyline? You know, TBS title turn, that's taking up everything. I guess yeah. Rio uh, and uh, uh, Britt are their own little thing. But this is so good. This is what I'm dreaming of. Uh, this match, very excited uh, for it. Uh, who do we have? Uh, who do we have winning? Deeb versus uh, 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 Sheeta. Deeb. Who won? So I if they only had Deeb. one match? No, Deeb won the first one. The, uh, uh, the, the first one. The 50th yeah. win. Then right. the, the next then one, Hukari Shida got, won. Right. And then got beat with the cha- the the trophy. And now this is the, the who do we have winning? Uh, Roy says Deeb. I think Deeb. Woo! We got Deeb going over. Let Deeb shine. Deeb. Let her reign be Please. mighty. Uh, <laughs> she should have she yes. should have won the TBS tournament. Honestly, that's just a shame that she was. She's so there. good. Yeah, um, for that match. Uh, next up, we get Tony interviewing the Varsity Blondes, and they are saying something. <laughs> Absolutely <Yeah>. something. <laughs> Who cares? Lights <laughs> go out. I then, get excited. Then Malachi Black comes, and he spits mist in both Julia Hart and Brian Pilsman's face. They both react like they got shot in the face with mist. Lights go out. He disappears. I, I come on the lights, and he's consoling her with black shit all over his face, not selling it at all. Brian Pilsman Jr. just stops selling it, even though it's clearly on your face. Uh, I uh, Is anyone else oh, like wishes he would use the black mist more sparingly? I wish he would use different colors. But I'm different colors do different things. Well, like you said, yeah, I agree with that. So black mist is the worst, so only use that in worst-case scenarios. Yeah. Use some red mist. Use a little green mist. Yeah, yeah green mist yeah. should be a, a go-to until pay-per-views come and he brings out that black mist because that's important. Yeah. Or purple mist to make them paralyzed and their eyes are open. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta do that. We gotta do that. Um, let's see. Now well, we are at the main event. We're here at the main event. We've made it here, folks. Thank you all so much for joining us. This is the main event of tonight's AEW Dynamite. This is Brian Danielson versus John Silver. And Brian Danielson gets the win with a laying down full Nelson. Uh, what are our thoughts on this Knocked match? Knocked him out. A- anyone have any, uh, prevailing thoughts over your feelings on it? I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was well paced. Uh, Danielson looked a little like frustrated in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. I think John Silver's great. It was exciting to see. I was excited to see him in like a good, decent, competitive match where he really got some spotlight and shine. Uh, and Danielson's just a beast, yeah. you know. He's just nasty mm-hmm. and not above raking his eyes knocking him out and then like still wanting to kick his head in after the match. Mm-hmm. Did you he's, notice that this is his first time that he's cheated with the dark order? 
with all the other Dark Order participants, he's beat them clean. This time he raked the eyes. Mm. He raked the eyes. Yeah. And that and that puts a lot over on John Silver, which you're saying like, oh, I beat all these guys clean, but John Silver's like, he's above the others, you know, yeah. like he's a little bit closer to the top. So I have to be, you know, which I loved. I thought that was important. Do you think this made uh, John Silver look real good, Roy? I do. I do. I do. I think, I think Danielson alone saying that leading up to this match that Silver is the toughest member of the Dark Order makes him look good. And, you know, it was a really strong showing from Silver. He did what he does and he's very good. And the more opportunity he gets, obviously, you know, the better he's going to look. Like, I don't think he could be overexposed in the ring. I think he's legitimately very, very good. And, I love Danielson's use of the gotch-style pile driver. Mm-hmm. I would love if Danielson's just started taking moves from all the opponents that he's beaten. Yeah. And the announcers start calling out, like, oh, that's Suzuki's. And then he takes a move from Silver. He takes a move from Cabana. Like, yeah. he just starts taking everybody's moves, like trophies, mm-hmm. you know? I just I, think, I, like, overall, and, like, this jumps into the post-match stuff, but, like, we can say what we want about AEW's ability to, like, build towards matches and everyday rush things, and there's a million things going on. They've done such an excellent job building up this title match. Yeah. It's just been so, so good. They've Everyone's played their part so well. I'm so excited for this match next week. It feels like a legitimately very, very, very big deal, and I'm very excited about it. Huge. Well, one thing I really liked about uh, before we talk about the match next week, John Silver, one thing I thought he showed a lot of in this match was – because John Silver shows a lot of character and charisma outside the ring. And he's definitely intense inside the ring. But when uh, he had in a heel hook on Brian, yeah. and, uh, then Brian started kicking him in the head. And he's like, oh, no. He's doing, like, mm-hmm. a goofy, like, oh, yeah. Like, that kind of, like, silly, I'm Johnny Hungy yeah. face. And I want more of that. Like, not that a lot. Great. Not a lot, but, like, something like that. That's your hooking up thing. You're just, like, getting real jazzed about it. Like, that's that's a really cool signature that he could keep doing. And really make some – because, like, everything else he does, his hard-hitting style and everything like that, people are into that. But this is the type of thing that connects the crowd to your persona yeah. in the back, you know? Yeah. Having that connection between the You're two. You're a fun, sick dude. Yeah, fun, sick dude. Yeah. And Danielson's selling in that heel hook, too. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Like, put it over so big. <clears throat> just made it that much more special that Silver would just stick his tongue out at him like that. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was awesome. It did. It did. <laughs> uh, uh, afterwards, we get uh, Brian runs uh, runs in. He's like, oh, I've kicked everyone's head in. I kicked in Cocabana's head. I kicked in uh, Alan Angel's head. But I haven't. Oh, I kicked in. Oh, wait. I'm a man of my word. And then he goes to kick in his head. Out comes Adam Page, and then they have their little uh, skirmish. Chases them off. Chases them off. Um, so we're all very excited about this match. Uh, they have done a great job of building it. Um, one of what I really wish this match ended like, and tell me what you think. I told you this about it, Roy. One of we should have done, it's in Long Island. John Silver oh. is the homeboy. You push him out of the ring, yeah. and you get a 10 count to win. You get a ten count out of the count out win, and that's how you win the match. I want Daniel Bryan, to, uh, Bryan Danielson to do that. That's insulting. That would get some real heat with that crowd. If you don't even get a pin, you get counted out. Oh, yeah, really one good. Day. One day they'll let me do that. One day, <laughs> one day, Red. I believe uh, in it. So we're excited about Rampage. Rampage is super excited. We got Hook coming over. Uh, what other matches we got going on? We got a tag team title match. We got the six-woman match. Mm-hmm. And we also have Wheeler Universe Adam Cole. So it sounds like two quick squashes. 
a women's match that'll be like seven minutes, and then at least thirty minutes, like twenty to thirty minutes of that show will be the tag team match. It sounds like, which is going to be great. Okay, what's Hook's finisher going to be? Let's go. The Katahajime, uh, the transmission. Oh sure. I don't know. Probably. It has I don't to be. know. And honestly, I, if he were to I do don't it, know what he's going to do. If he were to do it in a leg vine, high and tight. You know, I can imagine being on their shoulders. He's small. Yeah, imagine he's being Spider-Man. on their shoulders for that much and just holding. He's Tom Holland. He is Spider-Man. He's Hulk. He's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. He's right he's there. From Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Hulk. Well, I think he's actually. What is this music huh. going to be? Oh, man. Hook, hook, hook. Where's the hook? It's uh, from the. the, the from the movie movie. Hook. From the movie Hook. Uh, Rufio, Rufio, Rufio. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. This has been a great time we've had. Uh, everyone say a ho- give a honk honk to, to John Buseman. Uh, everyone give a, a good big thank you to John Buseman for spending the time. Honk honk. Uh, and, uh, please follow us on all the social media, Loser Lee's Wrestling on everything. And also send your emails to Loser Lee's Pod. If you want to be on the show or want to be a guest on one of these things, let us know. Let us know. And, uh, thank you all so much. And we're I about even asked. Yeah, you didn't even ask. We're asking. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we don't want to say that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you you applied. <laughs> you applied. I applied. You uh, sent an email in, and that's how we grabbed about board. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, what are we? Uh, anything else, Roy? Do you have anything to say? No, we'll see you Saturday for the weekly wrestle. Oh, we got S with one more comment. And right oh, what I say? Do you think the great build the Hangman versus Dragon is kind of wasted, being that the match is on an episode of Dynamite? Feels like they could make money on this match in the main event of the pay-per-view. Roy, what do you got? Can I feel this? Yeah. Yes, that is true, S. S, that's a great point. That's a great point. And I have that same thought all the time, as we all do. But we are living in the brains of wrestling fans that were wrestling fans in the Attitude Era. All the money is in television now. They want to put their big matches on television because that's where all the money comes from, and that's where all the ratings get generated. And what do the ratings get you? More money in future TV contracts. So that's why they're putting all these big matches there. So there you go. That's what I think's happening. We make but I do agree that it's for the TV for the TV networks. Yeah, uh, uh, Tony Khan really networks. produces this show like it's a, the longest episode of Birdman. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is that with the Michael Keaton? Uh, the yeah, Birdman. Yeah, Birdman. Hey, Birdman. that was the first movie we, uh, I saw in theaters in Austin with you. My third day in Austin, oh, we went to an Alamo. Oh, the Lake Line. Wow. Good old Lake, Lake Line. line. Alamo. Uh, thank you all yeah. so much. Have a great time. Uh, honk, honk, everyone. Bye. Thanks, honk, Tam. Honk. Thank you so much, Tam. Bye. Thank you, Tam. Bye. Uh, 10, 9, Five, eight, 7, four, 4, 3, And we're going to count it down the show, and we wear it on. <laughs> Ole 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 Hey!